This is Jeffrey Aaron. Stay tuned as we go down in the dumps at 36,000 feet in this summer of uncertainty in air cargo. We have a roundup report. We also join Ron Menon to look at what lies ahead for air cargo in 2019 and some thoughts about the business from somebody who's been there and done that. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Jeffrey Aaron. Welcome to Flying Talkers. Here we separate the wheat from the chaff. And we talk about some business going on in summer of 2019. Things we've gathered from overseas, from our sources around the world, from our writers, from Sky King, from we have a guest appearance here from Ron Menon, who's going to share some thoughts in terms of what, what a guy who's probably seen it all up and down after building practically building Emirates Sky Cargo single-handedly into a world power. We'll share all these things in just a minute. Air cargo rates continue to see weekly volatility, but with the demand outlook tepid and ampid capacity available on most lanes, pricing continues to fluctuate, albeit within boundaries far below those enjoyed just last year in 2018. Capacity out of most Asian origins was reported by Flexport to be stable at the end of June with capacity available. The exception was central China where demand is strong and rates are going up as Apple, HP and other electronic shippers exported to the US ahead of the anticipated tariffs. Hong Kong US rates reached 3.39 per kg at the start of July after hovering in the 3.27, 3.55 range through June, according to the TAC index. By comparison, rates on the same lane were 3.66 on July 2nd, and we're just about to embark on a Himalayan traverse to the heights of 5.73 per kg last November. Hong Kong Europe rates were also volatile, climbing over the previous week to reach 2.74 per kg at the beginning of July, still a long way short of the 3.77 recorded in December last year, although level as compared to say a year ago. As guides go, year-on-year -year pricing comparisons are tough. On an air freight market that saw such an elongated demand spike last year, thanks mostly to the U.S.-China trade war desperate front-loading on the Asia to North America trade lanes ahead of various tariff deadlines in the second half of the year saw ocean supply chains suffer congestion and delays at ports adding to the modal shift and sucking capacity out of global air freight markets. By contrast, some analysts believe that comparisons to 2017, a more traditional year for the air freight demand, illustrate that the trans-Pacific market now is much less bearish than a year ago and as comparisons suggest, while Europe, subject of continuously poor economic projections, is in fact currently performing satisfactorily. And there's some truth to this. Rates at the start of July 2017 on the Hong Kong US and Hong Kong Europe lanes were at 3.36 and around 2.27 per kg respectfully. 
respectively. World ACD made much the same point in its latest report, which takes the first five months of 2019. Let's join the people who find that a comparison with 2017 is more realistic than a comparison with 2018, ACD said, given last year's extreme growth figures. Compared with January to May 2017, the year 2019 so far shows world growth of 1%. Moreover, 22 of the 40 largest air cargo countries in the world show positive growth for the same period. The growth percentages between 2017 and 2019 range from 32.6 for Chile and to 0.1% for India. However, although comparisons versus 2017 add context, there is no disguising the slowdown the market has suffered so far this year. In the month of May, World ACD found, Total chargeable weight again fell compared to the same period of 2018, this time by 5%. Yields, according to ACD, in U.S. fell by 5.6%, resulting in revenue loss for airlines of more than 10% year-on-year. Not a single region escaped the trend. The origins Africa and Europe suffered least with year-on-year volume drops of 2.2% and 2.4%, respectively. But the origins Asia and Pacific and North America chalked up year-on-year losses of minus 7% and minus 7.2%, respectively, it's ACD said. Latin America and the Middle East and South Asia, MESA, could not buck the trend either, minus 4% and minus 3.4%. Flying Talkers podcast is made possible by ATC, One World, One Global Air Cargo General Service and Sales Agent, GSSA. ATC is your key to the air cargo market, both local and internationally. ATC is the best air cargo team in the business. So now here we report that IATA said 3.4% year-on-year in global demand in May was a slight improvement on the 5.6% contraction in April. However, capacity growth outstripped demand growth, IATA said, for the 13th consecutive month up 1.3% year-on-year in May. IATA also said air cargo demand had suffered from the very weak global trade volumes and trade tensions between the United States and China. Quote, this has contributed to declining new export orders, IATA noted. The indicator for new manufacturing export orders, part of the Global Purchasing Managers Index, PMI, has indicated falling orders since September 2018. Alexander Dejuniak, IATA's Director General and CEO, said the impact of the U.S.-China trade war on air freight volumes in May was clear. Quote, Year-on-year demand fell by 3.4%, he said. It's evidence of the economic damage that is done when barriers to trade are erected. Renewed efforts to ease the trade tensions coming on the sidelines of the G20 meeting are welcome. But even if those efforts are successful in the short term, restoring business confidence and growing trade will take time. And we can expect the tough business environment for air cargo to continue. End quote. 
Meantime, optimism elsewhere is difficult to find. Market price recovery continues, however, changes aren't significant enough to indicate an air freight recovery, commented Peter Stallion, an air cargo derivatives broker at Freight Investor Services. World ACD added, writing this message at the halfway point for the year in 2019, it is difficult to believe that the year will recover from its dismal start. So this portion of the program, we're going to read some comments that were sent to us, especially from Ron Menon. If you don't know who Ron Menon is, and believe me, we live in a world who people will often say, or where people will often say, I'll never forget what's his name. Yeah, the things are moving very quickly. But Ron is one of the original founding team of Emirates Airline, and he headed Sky Cargo from its inception. 1985 until 2013. It could be said that Ron built Sky Cargo from the ground up because he worked the ramp and, and, and it landed near or at top of the world as, as, as their top executive and guiding spirit for 27 years. And when he retired in 2013, in fact, Emirates was the largest international cargo airline in the world. Today, Ram is a, a fellow of the Chartered Institute of Logistics and Transport, as well as a fellow of the Royal Aeronautical Society. And he's one of the founding members of TIACA. He served as vice president, and then as president and CEO and chairman of the board in 1995 and 96. And when he spearheaded the effort to bring TIACA to Dubai, I remember it so well in that in that what is now small World Trade Center, which was one of the first major buildings in Dubai as it emerged from uh, its oasis status at one point in time in history, beautiful oasis, into the modern metropolis that it was. When it was at that World Trade Center, I vividly remember the change that took place. We sat out in the desert in, in a tent for the evening activities. We came back in and there was a sense of excitement and immediacy that was absolutely fantastic. Well, Ram, as I mentioned, has won every major award uh, given by industry publications. Today with his wife, Malou, he splits his time between homes in Luxembourg and Kuala Lumpur. He's well retired. The couple's son, Ram Jr., continues in the family transportation tradition. Ram Jr. is currently employed by, who else? Amazon Logistics. I asked Ron Menon, what's he thinking about what's going on when he takes time out from his uh, leisure time and his great retirement in Luxembourg this summer? What does he see out there in terms of, well, maybe what does Ron Jr. talk to him about when he comes home from Amazon? He smiled and he said, quote, when we used to say that we're living in interesting times at the turn of the last century, we hadn't even imagined what interesting times would really look like. I don't think, Ram said, what we've seen during the last couple of years is a normal economic cycle. 
normal cycle would have put the world into a recessionary period toward the third and fourth quarter of last year. But the socio-political environment has completely been disrupted. Not sure for the better because of the protectionist policies creeping back and the resultant looming trade wars between major economies. It's become extremely difficult, Ron Menon said, to make any kind of forecast with confidence. Well, lots of luck. Call it the Trump effect. Uh, on top of the Brexit chaos, that hasn't helped either. Basically, we have seen the can being kicked down the road, and now it's almost certain that it's going to be a no-deal Brexit. The highs we saw during the last year have an inventory buildup to avoid paying tariff in the U.S. and China, as well as hunkering down for no-deal Brexit scenario. In the case of the U.S., the efforts in firing up the domestic production and manufacturing activities is likely to take time, which means that U.S. will still have to rely on imports. Ramp up the non-tariff affected countries like Vietnam can also take time. It's good that the second wave of tariff implementation on Chinese goods has been postponed. Rahm also noted the laws we're experiencing could be temporary and looking forward as the stockpiled inventories get depleted, we should see the demand for cargo coming back and can expect a better second half of this year than the first half. Well, we all look forward to that. He also noted we should also see a spike in demand into UK during September and October, just before the no-deal Brexit. There probably will be a lull in traffic to UK during the last quarter of this year, 2019. The demand for the rest of Europe is likely to be steady. LATAM and Africa market demands are likely to be moderate into intra-Asia Pacific demand is likely to remain strong and on a growth footing in the movement of components traffic as manufacturing activities try to find ways of tariff avoidance in the U.S., the Gulf region are likely to see demand for air capacity as the shipping lanes are affected by the current spat between the U.S. and Iran. It's a hot spot and something that needs to be watched closely. It's a dangerous and volatile situation and a war, Ron said, could change the market dynamic, not only in the region, but in other parts of the world. I think the key to managing the next 12 months, said Ron Menon, will be capacity rationalization. I see the ocean folks have already embarked on this by blanking out sailings over the next couple of months. The pressure on yields will be acute because of the pressure from procurement folks to reduce costs and absorb the increase in costs because of increase in tariff in the U.S. and China. E-commerce, Ron said, will continue to power the air cargo industries. Giants like Alibaba and Amazon will continue the change, the dynamics of the air cargo industry. So will the likes of Flexport, making the digital logistics a reality. As mentioned earlier, Ron Menon said, the current trend is an anomaly and markets can go either way because of the uncertainties. However, he smiles, my gut feel is that the second half is likely to be better than the first. But the caveat is, only time will tell. Well, time has sure told us, Ron, it's great to hear from you. We hope we'll hear from you often. Thanks for your interest and thanks for sharing your thoughts. This is Jeffrey Aaron.
Well, that's our broadcast for today. This is Jeffrey Aaron thanking you for your time this time. Until next time, keep them flying. Air Cargo. Goodbye.